Call to the booth. It's week nine. It's our fantasy show. Now we record our fantasy show on, on, on Wednesday nights. Harrison, do we got a president yet? We got going. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, we're, we're worried about you know our fantasy football show uh, that's going to yeah. drop audio Thursday, video Friday. But yeah, most of the country is worried about uh, if there's a president yet. As of Wednesday night, we do not know. Uh, still I, no president. Still no president at the moment. Votes are still being calculated. Uh, I think I speak for you and uh, I think I speak for all of us, our production team. Yeah. And you and myself, uh, we just hope that every vote that has been legally casted uh, gets evaluated and put in the right position where the vote was casted to. And then overall, and I think you've probably seen this too, Akeeb, um, the way the votes are kind of shaking out across the country, it's pretty clear whoever the president is, uh, we're pretty divided as a country. So, you know, mm-hmm. football is a sport that I know has brought you together with a bunch of guys from different backgrounds. And uh, hopefully we can bring a community together with this show. We're going to talk about the A-plus matchups. We have a potential return of, of one of the better wide receivers in the league. Michael Thomas should be coming back. We're going to see a crazy matchup between DK Metcalf and Tredavious White. We're going to get all into that. But again, you guys come here not for politics, not for the election talk. You come here for football. Football is a community. Yes, and the community wants to know who Akeem's top five no-fly zone teams are. So let me drop yes, a bomb real sir. quick. Boom, 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 boom. Doom. Let's break it down. I'm going to start from the bottom up. This week, Akeem's no-fly zone for week nine at number five, the Baltimore Ravens. At number four, they were out. They're back in the Los Angeles Rams. Number three, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who gave up some late touchdowns to the New York Giants. I want to talk about that. Or maybe we'll save that for later in the show. Kansas City in at number two. They're jumping all the way back up. And then at number one, still number one, the undefeated Pittsburgh Steelers. Dropping out, if you remember from last week, the Indianapolis Colts have been a steady team in the Keeves no-fly zone power rankings, and now they're out. So let's explain that. The Rams are in, the Colts are out. Akeeb, why? Well, well, the Rams, they in, man. The Rams... They gave up 93 yards. You know what I'm saying? It, it, the, the, the scoreboard don't tell what happened in the game. It was a game of every time the offense got the ball, they turned it over. When they punted, they ran it back. So as far as how the defense played, the defense played lights out, man. They stopped the run. They gave up 50 yards rushing. But we're talking about the no-fly zone here. That's pass game. They gave up 93 or 92 yards pass in the tour. Now, two didn't have to do much, but – uh, a couple of those turnovers, the Rams defense came out there and stood up, made them punt. You know what I'm saying? So they played lights out, man. I, I'm not going to punish the Rams for the for the final score. They treated Tua like a rookie, and they dominated him. They came out, they dominated him, man. He had 90 yards passing, man. So the Rams is back in the mix. Okay, and then the coach dropped out. Uh, they had that game against the Detroit Lions. Did you see anything from them that warranted them dropping out, or was it more just the Rams deserved uh, the spot? Where the, the coach, they, they, they've been having, you know, early lapses. They've been playing good late in games, and, and they've been bad early. And I had it on my mind. I said, if they keep on doing that, you know, that's that's not no-fly zone criteria. Now, in the Denver Broncos, we set the tone for the no-fly zone. So these ratings are five teams who, <clears throat> who can, you know, emulate us. You know what I'm saying? That's what these rankings are about, yep. right? We're not going to give up 
330 yards, three touchdowns week after week. Now, I gave them the benefit of the doubt, man, because it was early in games and they was closing out games with a lot of turnovers and they was shutting people down in the second half. But, man, you got to figure it out, man. We got to go four quarters as a unit and 330 yards, three touchdowns. That's not it, man. So we got to sit out. We got to sit out this week. Very interested to see how Lamar Jackson plays against them. Obviously, uh, a lot of defenses challenge Lamar Jackson as a passer. Colts have one of the better secondaries, uh, but you know those Ravens are very upset about how last week ended when they took on Definitely. Pittsburgh. So that's one of the best matchups this Sunday. I'm looking forward Definitely. into it. And speaking of best matchups on Sunday, I think it's time for Akeem's A-plus matchup. Before we do that, Akeem, please tell him the rule. It's only one rule. You got to follow, baby. You got to follow. And speaking of that, let's go to our first matchup. DK Metcalf versus Tredavious White. We have not now. talked about Tredavious White on this show right. enough. He's one of the better young corners. But as you alluded to when we taped our, our most recent show, sometimes when you play on a team like Buffalo, you're not going to get the media attention that maybe you deserve. So what does Tredavious right. White get now? Maybe what you think is the best wide receiver in the league, DK Metcalf, mm -hmm. coming into Buffalo they might not have Chris Carson. It doesn't look like they have Carlos Hyde. It is going to be a passing game for Russ Russell Wilson and the boys. DK Metcalf, Tredavious White, please give me all your thoughts. Now, now you say we haven't talked about Tredavious White, and I think we haven't talked about him because he hasn't been following. Now, this we're going out on a limb here, and we're going to say that, that Buffalo is going to have him follow. He followed a few times last year, so, you know, he's capable of doing it. He hasn't been doing it this year, but if Buffalo wanna 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 win this game, man, they're gonna have to stop DK. And it's gonna take a 6'2, 205 pound corner to stop him, man. So we're going out on the limb here this week. We're gonna say they're gonna have Tredavious White follow DK. Cause you gotta take him out the game, man, or uh, or to get ugly. So we'll see. We'll see how this week goes. How do you think that coaching staff, if you think you're going to get shadow coverage potentially from Davis White on DK Metcalf, how do you think that how the coverage revolves around Tyler Lockett? If you were the defensive coordinator for the Buffalo Bills and you know the yeah. rushing attack is going to be limited for the Seattle Seahawks, how do you devise a secondary coverage scheme against Tyler, uh, against Lockett and against DK Metcalf? Uh, I make I make Lockett beat me, man. Now, now, now mind you, Lockett done beat a lot of people. Yes, we don't he see has. him beat a lot of teams. But I make Lockett beat me. You know what I'm saying you're not you're not gonna beat me with DK this week, man. I'm a, I'm gonna take DK out the game. I'm gonna put Tre'Davious White on him, and I still might lean my safety to his hash. You know what I'm saying when we play man, if we play in zone, we play zone. But uh, I might have my safety on his hash. I'm going to take DK all the way out the game, man. DK will be a non-factor if I was the D coordinator, and I'm going to make Lockett have one of those 150-yard, three-touchdown games. If we're going to lose, we're going to lose like that. Give me DK's, uh, like, over 75 yards, a touchdown. Give me give me a, a, score, a stat line prediction. Even if they do, even if they do have your Davis White following, I'd like DK to go for... He gonna go for a hundred in a tub. He on this. He on this dean right now, man. Hey, hey, a hundred in a tub, hundred plus in a tub for DK this week, man. He going. Okay, let's talk about this because there's some fantasy football owners. If you're if you're smart about it, you could potentially think about trading for DK Metcalf or trading him away. If you look right. at what he has coming up, let's look at his next four matchups after Tre'Davious White. 
Jalen Ramsey, Patrick yep. Peterson. When we saw what happened when they played the, the Cardinals the first time, all the attention, all, I mean, all the receiving yards really went to Tyler Lockett. That was his game where he had over 50 fantasy points. Then Darius Slay, who's been so, who's been very good as a shadow corner this year so far, took out Amari Cooper, even though that might have been Amari Cooper's fault this past weekend. And then James Bradbury, who we saw uh, have a strong game against Mike Evans outside of that one touchdown pass in the end zone from Tom Brady. So again, mm-hmm. next four weeks, after Tredavious White this weekend, Jalen Ramsey, Patrick Peterson, Darius Slay, James Bradbury. That's a tough lineup right now. DK Metcalf has seven touchdowns to keep. Seven touchdowns yep. on the year. After those four, including this weekend, Tredavious White, Jalen Ramsey, Patrick Peterson, Darius Slay, James Bradbury. How many touchdowns did DK Metcalf has? Right now, again, he has seven through eight weeks. At the, for the next four, so are we including Tredavious White? We'll, we'll, we we'll include the Tredavious We'll include Tredavious So for the next five weeks... I'll give them four touchdowns. Hey, they, hey, everybody we name, man, I, don't, I honestly don't think nobody going to stop the guy, man. I don't think nobody can stop him. Only way you stop him, you put one of those guys on him and you send the safety over there. Then you ain't stopped him. You just made Russell Wilson. He's just going to make smart decisions. He's not going to throw in the double coverage. He's going to throw it to the open guy. So, man, I, I say after five weeks, he got seven now. Give him 11. He'll have 11 after five weeks, man. So don't trade him away. Ride with DK. I don't care who he playing, man. He the truth. That's a nice quote there. Don't trade him away. Ride with DK. Uh, that's yes, probably going to end up being a quote box soon. I can see that coming yes, up. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that being a quote box. All right. Uh, let's go to uh, another big-time matchup. We just saw Mike Evans have a uh, relatively quiet game until that touchdown against James Bradbury. And this week, he goes maybe, well, you might see this as his arch nemesis, uh, Marshawn Lattimore, big-time matchup, Sunday night football, Buccaneers, Saints, how does this one play out? We know what happened last time. Yeah. Hey, so if Marshawn follow Evans, we know what the deal going to be, man. It's going to be a quiet day for Evans. But it, I think it ultimately be a quiet day this time because A.B. is in the picture now. So if you send Marshawn over there with Evans, Thomas is just going to have a field day with A.B., man. He's going to go to work with Gronk, A.B., and uh, he's going to use his other weapons, man. So. So it's pick your poison this week, man. If uh, if Marshawn shadows Evans, it'll be a quiet week for Evans. We already you could almost roll back the tape to our first A plus matchups to understand mm-hmm. why Akeem favors Marshawn Lattimore even more. But its proof has been pretty much in the pudding with that. So you yeah. are also right about another wide receiver in this game, but this time on the other side, Michael Thomas maybe fooled a lot of fantasy football owners, making them think he'd be back after this high ankle sprain after one or two weeks. We're at week nine now, and he's finally practicing again. It looks like right. he's going to be playing. And his gift he might. And, he, and his reward for playing is against is to go up against one of the better corners that we've seen this year, Carlton Davis III. I know you, we've talked about him on the show. What do you think about, about this matchup? Carlton Davis III, one of the better standout uh, DBs in the league so far this year. Michael Thomas finally potentially coming back from injury. Uh, I think this is a bad week to come back for Michael, man. Uh, he come back. He got. He got. This. This the guy who he had week one when he went out, and, and Carlton Davis gave him nothing. So man, you coming back? You seeing a hot Carlton Davis now? He's coming off an interception last week, man. I think he got three, maybe four on the season. Uh, he playing good football right now, and his tempo was not slowed down. So you know, you play corner, you play good as you get into week seven, week eight in a row. That's when your tempo is up, man. You seeing the game good. 
you get hurt and you miss one or two weeks, it's like you never played football before. You start all over again. So, Carlton Davis, he got four interceptions this year, man, and, and he hasn't missed a beat. He hasn't missed a game. So, his tempo, he's seeing the game real good right now. So, this is not a game you want to come back against, man. So, it, it, it might come back this game. Don't play him. Sit him on the bench, man. Carlton Davis will follow him, and he will be quiet this week. Mm, so, it looks like maybe – Emmanuel Sanders type of event, a Trey Quan Smith, yes, maybe Jared sir. Cook in the passing game. Mm-hmm. Not a run game, a lot of Kamara, a lot of, lot of E, a lot of Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah, it's going to be very interesting, too, because that that, that Buccaneers rush defense is one of the best in the league. The, uh, let's face it, the Buccaneers have one of the best teams in the league. They're not really, they're yeah, not they weak do. on defense. They're not weak on offense. Um, hey, who was my Super Bowl predictions at the beginning of the year? Was it Chief, Was it Chiefs Bucks? Chiefs Bucks, baby. Yeah. Chiefs Bucks. That's before I knew AB was pulling up. Yeah. Now, yeah. Now I don't know how you stop that yes, offense. Sir. I don't know how you stop that <laughs> offense now, especially with the you way can't. the defense playing. They stack. Can't stop them. They can't. You can't. Uh, it's a, it's unfortunate that we can't use any Buccaneers in our DFS lineups uh, for Week Nine, but we have we do have some options that you'll be able to pick. We'll be right back with more Colts to the booth. We're hopping on DraftKings. We're picking our DFS lineup for Week Nine. We'll be right back. It's another big week of football coming up, and if you want to get in on all the action, go to DraftKings Sportsbook for your special offer. DraftKings Sportsbook is bringing back their can't-miss offer, and you don't want to miss this. They're giving all new users a chance to earn a sign-up bonus of up to $1,000 when signing up using our promo code BOOTH21. DraftKings Sportsbook has endless ways for you to bet, from live betting to betting on your favorite players. They do it all. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code BOOTH21 when you sign up and get up to $1,000. That's code BOOTH21 to get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. For a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook, must be 21 or older, Colorado only. Bonus is comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Another week of call to the booth, which means another week of hopping on DraftKings and picking our lineup in DFS. So let me go through what we have locked in so far. Some of them are pretty simple decisions, and then you base everything off of that. So this is our shell of a lineup for Week 9. On defense... Gardner Minshew is out. That means the Texans should be able to ball defensively. Maybe J.J. Watt gets a sack or two. Maybe Bradley Roby gets an interception or two. That $3,100 on defense, it makes a lot of sense. Speaking of uh, going with another cheaper route, D.J. Dallas for uh, the Seattle Seahawks. The Bills' def- rush defense isn't strong. He's pretty much the only running back right now with Chris Carson and Carlos Hyde out. He's only $5,000 on D.K., Makes almost too much sense. You got to plug him in. So we have him right now there in the flex. Uh, At wide receiver, right now, as of now, Wednesday night, Calvin Ridley did not practice because of a foot injury. We don't know how it's going to play out, but if Calvin Ridley's out, that means Julio Jones is going to get a world of targets. You plug him in, 7,200, you just do it. Calvin Ridley's out, you play Julio Jones. Very simple. Also, easy work. Philip Lindsay did not practice on Wednesday either. And Melvin Gordon is going against Atlanta. We know how Atlanta's defense is. It's not strong. Uh, Melvin Gordon can catch out the backfield. He could rush out the backfield at $5,300, only $300 more than DJ Dallas. You plug him in and you leave him. It makes too much sense. This is where it gets interesting. 
At the other running back spot, you have three options. Dalvin Cook is in a smash spot, a smash spot against the Detroit Lions, but we're trying to save some bread. You know how we do here. Uh, so your other options, Chase Edmonds, going to, uh, Chase Edmonds for the, for the Cardinals going against the Miami Dolphins. He's at 6,800. That's a good price, especially with Kenyon Drake out. However, for $100 more, you get James Conner against the Dallas Cowboys. That makes too mm-hmm. much sense. Can't beat that. You cannot beat that price. So James Conner, 6,900. Melvin Gordon, 5,300. Julio Jones, 7,200. DJ Dallas, $5,000. Texans, 3,100. All those decisions make a world of sense, and that's where we're going to start. Yeah, we have $22,000. Or $22,500 left on DK to make a lineup. Akeem, where would you like to start? Now, you know I used to strap your favorite fantasy football player and win my matchup every week. Now, this year, I'm going to break down the game tape and help you win your matchup every week. 22-5 left, man. Let's start at the quarterback, man. Let's start at the quarterback position, get us somebody to throw the ball around, and let's go Drew Locke, man. He's going against Atlanta, you know. And Atlanta been giving up the goods all year on the passing and the passing game, man. So let's go, Drew Locke. He feeling himself. He had a game winning drive last week. He hot right now. It's momentum. Football is a momentum game. Drew Locke can continue that momentum, man. And uh, he he throw three more touchdowns against Atlanta. 260. Another here he repeat this week from last week, man. So let's go, Drew Locke. And that game has a 50 over under. If you look at the price ranges, Paul, if you can flow back to the quarterback position real quick. If you look at the quarterback prices. Uh, Derek Carr is at 5,700 against the Chargers. Chargers mm-hmm. still have a strong offense. Teddy Bridgewater is at 6,000. I mean, Drew Locke against one of the worst defenses in the league at $5,200. I know it's not, you know, your smash play like a Josh Allen against the Seahawks or maybe Deshaun Watson against uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars, but $5,200 with the 50 over under, it makes a lot of sense. You got to do it. All right. Wide receiver, who you playing? Wide out, man. Let's go Keenan Allen. I like Keenan Allen against against uh, them Raiders. Okay. Uh, Keenan had a pretty good week last week, I believe. And, uh, you know, the Raiders' the Raiders pass D hasn't been good either. So, you know, Keenan Allen in. He's playing good. He's healthy. Uh, let's go Keenan Allen. He had a good ticket, man. He's going he gonna to have a big week this week. Okay, so that changes, that changes it up from what we had talked about before the show. But I'm down with it. That's just going to put us in the spot now to find some more money, uh, which I'm yeah. cool with. Uh, we'll find it. So we'll, yeah, we'll find, we'll find the bread. All right, so we'll do Keenan Allen. Yeah, we'll find it. Yeah, Justin, Her- Justin Herbert, another top-rated quarterback for this week going into week nine. So Keenan Allen at 7000 mm-hmm. Julio Jones at 7200 That leaves us with $10,000 between wide receiver and tight end. Wide receiver, tight end. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Let's get our other wide out out the way. Okay. Let's pick our other wide out out the way, man. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Where's Cole Beasley? Okay. Let's check Cole Beasley out. Let's check Cole Beasley out. 5400 that's going to work for us, man. We got we're saving some cash right here. And uh we all you got you got to try to get a receiver in. You playing Seattle? You or you playing the Jets? You know what I'm saying? You want to get you a receiver in there, man. Them guys been giving up the goods uh for receivers all year long, man. So Let's, let's, let's put our money on Cole Beasley this week, him being the guy. We know Diggs is going to do some work, man, but it's usually two guys for Buffalo. Uh, let's, 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 let's roll the dice with Cole Beasley this week. That works That works with me. And then John Brown has also been out, in and out of the injury John report. Brown been in and out. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he on my fantasy. So 
I'm about to let him go. I ain't gonna lie to you. He been he been in and out too much. He's too inconsistent for me. So let's go, Cole Beasley. Man. Another guy that uh, Josh Allen has been trusting uh, recently, and I know this because my brother again is a big Buffalo Bills fan. Seen a lot of good stuff out of Gabriel Davis, and the Bills yeah. the Bills have liked really. They're one of the few teams in the league. They run a four. They run a four uh, wide receiver set a four lot, wide, a lot, a bunch. And with, with that being, we could take a little. We'll take a little break from the DFS real quick. Evaluate that, like a four wide receiver yeah. set against somebody against a team like the Seattle Seahawks that's been terrible uh, in the secondary mm-hmm. all year. Evaluate how that kind, that matchup looks to you. I mean, it presents problems, man. Because uh, usually when teams get in four wide, you 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 think they're trying to fool you, man. You like they're getting in four wide to run the ball. That's what a lot of teams do. They get in four wide just to spread you out and they run the ball in it. You know what I'm saying, but. But Buffalo getting for a while, they throw the rock. So, I mean, it presents problems, man. And if you've been struggling against the pass, uh, you don't want to hear a team who come out in for a while, man. So, you know, they play cover three, man. It's going to be Beasley matched up. They they stay base a lot, too. They stay with they, they big guys a lot early downs, man. So, with the with the idea that, that you're just spreading us out, you're just bringing four receivers in the game to run the ball. So, they stay with they base a lot, man. So, We'll see. I like I like Cole Beasley to be able to work out against some linebackers, work out against some safeties in the middle, and uh, I like him to get off this week. How many receptions? Seven. Seven catches, 80, 80, 80 to 90, and a tub. He going to get an end zone. I know, you like, I know you're very familiar with Cole Beasley because obviously he played for – had a had a stint with the Cowboys as well. Always a steady receiver. Never, mm-hmm. no, never nothing too crazy, but always steady. Yeah. All right. So always that, steady, man. That leaves us with forty nine hundred dollars. I think for our last position. So actually, we're not we're doing we're doing relatively well. So uh, that leaves us Let's a tight end position. Got. That let me. So for the people who are only listening, Ooh. let me go over the options that you have. Uh, Mark Andrews at uh, one of your favorites. Mark Andrews at forty eight hundred, but going against mm. Indianapolis. Noah Fant, yeah. again, another person for Drew Locke from that Broncos offense uh, at mm. 4,600. Eric Ebron going against Dallas, 4,500. Mike Gusecki with the rookie quarterback in Tua at 4,400. Evan Ingram at 4,300 uh, going against the Redskins. Paul, if you could scroll down a little bit more, I think we have another interesting option as well. Jonu Smith uh, going to, at 3,900 going against the Bears. Another guy who's been getting a lot of targets that I know, Keith, you're going to get familiar with him because you have something coming up on your uh, personal calendar. Uh, Logan Thomas has been getting a lot of targets for the Washington football team. He's at 3,700. So that's another option. And Trey Burton at 3,500. He continues to get touchdowns for the Colts, even though they're going against the Ravens. So you have some options here starting at 4,900. Where would you like to go? And if you save some money, maybe we could entertain an upgrade somewhere. Now, now, this big options right here, right now, the regular league, we wouldn't think twice. We'll go Andrews, man. We don't care who we playing. All they do is score touchdowns. We can afford them. That's what the regular league would do. <laughs> but lately, man, we've been struggling with our DFS teams, man. So we trying to, you know. Got to switch it trying up. To, you know, we got to go left now. We usually go right. We're going to go left this time. You know what I'm saying? Let's go Evan Ingram, man. He's playing against Washington. They've been giving it up against tight ends. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So, and, and then when you see the Giants play good, Evan Ingram plays good. So, let's go, Evan Ingram, man. Surprise, surprises, man. Give us some points. Give us more than that eight projected. That's on there, man. And, uh, you know, and I, know- I like him to be involved. I like him to be involved, man, especially with Washington secondary, man. They've been struggling against tight ends a little bit this year. So, 
I was just this tight end. He, he's top five. He's top five in the league tight end wise. So I like him to get off this. I was, I was just going to say that uh, PFS have, has been giving good grades to the Washington football team when it comes to coverage of wide receivers. Uh, right, but right, when it comes right, to tight right. ends, might be a little bit different game. And that could be a target spot. Obviously, Daniel Jones uh, has been working well with Evan Ingram from time to time. And Evan Ingram uh, has ability as a pass catcher. So I know we kind of settled on this. But that still leaves us with $600. Yeah. So is there anybody or is there any, I mean, it's going to be hard. The $600 up from Drew Locke is really not going to get us too much or make us too much of an upgrade. Right. James Conner really seems like it's almost too good to be true at 6900 against good. the Cowboys. We got to play Conner. Melvin Gordon maybe gets an upgrade. Maybe we upgrade from Keenan Allen to, I don't know. That's Let's look at it. Let's look at the wideouts. Okay. Let's look at the wideouts. So see for those who are listening, here. we got six hundred dollars left. We're gonna up try and upgrade from seven hundred dollars, seven thousand dollars, Keenan Allen, and our other options would be Tyree Kill at seventy one hundred and Stefan Diggs at seventy four hundred. Now, if you go with Stefan Diggs at seventy four hundred, then maybe you feel a little bit gluttonous also having Diggs and Cole Beasley. So maybe you right. So maybe you you, you switch up Cole Beasley, or do you want to keep Keenan Allen there? Um, I just like Keenan Allen. I like the secondary that he's going against. Okay. I just need him to get in the zone, man. I know he's going to have 80 yards. I know he's going to have eight catches, 80 yards, but will one of them be a touchdown or not is the question, man. Uh, I'm almost tempted to go Tyreek Hill right here against mm. Carolina. Because Tyreek Hill, he's been picking up his pace, man. I'm telling you, so the I last couple of weeks. So that gives you Tyreek Hill at 7,100. If you want to entertain going down... If you want to entertain that, you got Allen Robinson at 6,900. You got Tyler Lockett at 6,800. And he, maybe he does, he's not going to get the shadow coverage from, from Javis White, potentially. You got Will Fuller for 6,800. Uh, you got like Adam Thielen Robinson. at 6,700 coming off of, um, a disappointing game. So there are some other options if you want to hey, go let's that. Put, let's, let's put Allen Robinson in there. Let's see how I look. Put Allen Robinson in there. And so now, now we have $700 of savings. Let's take Cole Beasley off and see how that looks. Okay. So now that leaves him with 6,100. Here are your uh, options at 6,100. Justin Jefferson against the Detroit Lions. Uh, at 6,000, you get uh, Hollywood Brown against the Colts. You get 5,900, you get Corey Davis, Claypool, DJ Moore, Amari Cooper, Ooh, Detroit. Brandon Cooks, Cole Beasley. Young. It looks like Cole Beasley is the best option out of this price range. Um, you you don't like Jefferson right there for that sixty one for sixty one break even. I, I, I mean he could have Detroit got them young corners man they got a, a young young secondary man they they not doing too good against the pass themselves. Yeah no you're right the, the Detroit has not been good against the pass uh, they're also bad against man. the run too uh, so we could go just it's your line of main mind <laughs> so. I know this is it's this, this is this is where dice, DFS gets Jefferson. fun. This is where DFS Let's gets go fun. Let's Jefferson, man. We don't want no leftover money. We don't want no <laughs> rollover cash. We want to spend the whole knot. Let's go Jefferson. That's locking me in, man. Okay. Detroit got that young. Detroit got that young secondary, man. He gonna get busy. Okay, I like that. We 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 we, we saw some extra savings. You can't save it for next week. So <laughs> yeah, we don't we don't want no rollover money. <laughs> All right, bet. We can't do it. <laughs> I bet. So give them the full rundown real quick before we do our primetime previews. Full rundown. 
Let's go. Drew Locke at the quarterback, man. He's playing against Atlanta secondary. Should be good. James Conner, he's playing against Dallas defense. It should be great. Uh, we got Gordon out there, man, with a Phillip Lindsey down. It should be five to eight more touches for him, man. That should get him right up in that 15 to 17 points. Uh, Allen Robinson, Tennessee play a lot of man. Allen Robinson going to see a lot of man. And can't nobody guard him man to man, man. It should be good. Julio, Julio with uh with no with no Ridley. Ridley's down. That should be four, three, four more targets for Julio. Uh then we got Jefferson, man. He's going against that young Detroit, young Detroit secondary. And uh he Jefferson, man. He's been going off this year, man. So he should be good. Evan Ingram, when the Giants is good, Evan Ingram is good. Washington been bad against tight ends. We should get some money there. And uh, at our flex, man, we're going DJ Dallas. Man, he got introduced last week, man. And uh Russell made sure he got him involved, passing the ball, letting him run the rock in. Man, he was involved last week, so he'll be involved again this week. And uh, the Texans is playing against Jacksonville with no Gardner Minshew, man. It should be good, man. So let's go to Texans defense. There we go. Drew Locke, James Conner, Melvin Gordon, Allen Robinson, Julio Jones, Justin Jefferson, Evan Ingram, DJ Dallas, and the Texans defense. That's Akeebs. This the one right here, baby. Let's go. DFS lineup for week nine. Good luck. Hope you guys uh, make some dough this weekend. We'll be right back with our primetime previews. Football is back. So you know what that means, man. We like to put on our favorite jersey, get some beer, get some chips, and lock in on Sundays. So don't forget to lock in with Manscaped, though, man, below the belt. We got to lock in and make sure we nice and neat below the belt so our wives and our girlfriends don't have nothing to say at night after the games. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you spend all day on the couch watching the game, and then you try to – get romantic and but you didn't do the part that you should have done before that you didn't treat your halftime correctly uh when you should have been taking care of yourself uh you alluded to it it's the manscape perfect package 3.0 and they got everything you need first of all you know Akeem, when we were younger we didn't have the technology that they have now uh where you could actually have the lawnmower 3.0 it's a skin safe technology it's waterproof it's cordless you could bring it in the shower get all the spots that you really need to get. Uh, they also have the crop preserver, which allows, which is a ball deodorant, so you can stop from the chafing, especially if you're not wearing appropriate boxers. Those wear good boxers. And then also you have the crop reviver as well. So you have the perfect package 3.0, all these things that you need to make sure that you're on top of your game when the games are over. Definitely, man. Manscaped.com got us covered, guys. Uh... I can remember, you know, just going into the shower and, and grabbing whatever razor, doing what I got to do, hopping out the shower, dumping baby powder down there. But, I mean, we don't have to go through that kind of stuff no more, guys. We got manscaped.com. Use the promo code NOFLYZONE. You get 20% off and you get free shipping. That's on anything you need. You get you a trimmer. You get you a little deodorant, man. I say you good to go with them two things right there, man. So, NOFLYZONE is the, is the promo code. 20% off and free shipping. Manscaped.com, man. They got us covered. Your balls will thank you. Yes, sir. We're back with more Cold to the Booth. Akeem Tlaib, Harrison Sanford. Last segment, we always do primetime previews, but I got a complaint. We really need to start flexing games. Not just Sunday night, but Monday night, too, because Jets, Patriots. All of them. <laughs> Jets, Patriots ain't it. Not at all. We're not going to talk about it. We're not going to waste your time. We're not going to waste our time. Let's talk about Sunday night football, though. New Orleans. Four and a half uh, point underdogs traveling to Tampa Bay. There might be some hurricane mm. winds in the area. 
Antonio Brown is going to be playing. This game was a 54 and a half over under. Now it's down to 51. How does this matchup play out of keep? Uh, everybody expect a lot of fireworks, a lot of points scored. They, that's what you expect, you know what I'm saying? When you see the Saints, the Bucks, Tom Brady, Evans, A.B., Michael Thomas, when you see that, right? But I'm going to go under. I'm going to go with the under here. I don't know why. Some just telling me, nah, it ain't going to be what everybody expect. You expect A.B. to come out and go ham. It's going to be quiet. The defense is going to feel disrespected. So I'm going to go under, but I am going to ride with the Bucks. What is it, Bucks minus four? Four and a half, yep. Four and a half. I am gonna go with the Bucks to win by five points, maybe like seven points. Uh, 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 you know, seventeen to twenty-four type of game, man. I want, I want to say it's gonna be somewhere like that. You know what I'm saying? Ab gonna make some plays, but it ain't gonna be that hundred and fifty-two tubs. It's, you know, it's, it's gonna be under control, man. So under ride with the Bucks. You see two, you see two teams with name brands on offense, but. Both of these teams have real standout defensive units as well. The Saints have a great yes, shutdown corner, Marshawn Lattimore. Quan Alexander, Alexander, they just added to their linebacking core. Mm-hmm. They've always been, over the past two, three years, been a standout running defense. We already know how the Bucks do as a rushing defense. And this year, they upgraded the secondary. Shaquille Barrett yeah, is a do. great pass rusher. We might have the hurricane wins. It could be an ugly game, even though you think Drew Brees, you think Tom Brady is going to be fireworks. Right. It might not be the case. Uh, in this matchup this week. And then uh, producer Paul called this the fraud bowl uh, because there are two teams that are good, but they probably not in that Super Bowl bubble. It should be The line here is very interesting to me, at least. Chicago is plus six at Tennessee with a 46 and a half over under. I get the over under, but mm-hmm. Chicago is a great defense. And it looks like, you know, the passing offense for the Titans really only goes off once Derrick Henry really establishes himself. And I feel as if... exactly. Chicago can can handle that, but I'm not the expert. You are. Chicago plus six at Tennessee, 46 and a half over under. What you got? Chicago going to handle that run game. Ride with the Bears plus six, man. You're going to pick up. I'm telling you, the Bears not going to have that run game this week, man. They're going to travel. Defense is travel. Defense is definitely travel, man. So that defense going to travel. They're going to get at Henry. That pass game won't take off. I'm riding with the Bears plus six. And uh, what was that over under? 46 and a half. 46. See, they know it's going to be low scoring because they know that defense travel. And Tennessee play a little D2, so I'm still riding with the under, man. It's going to be one of them low scoring games. Uh, Bears defense going to travel. They're going to stand up, man. Rob, the Bears and the under. Okay, cool. So before we go home, let me just mention two games that should have been that Monday Night Football preview. So just tell me who wins real quick. We don't have to go into it because everybody wants to go about their weekend. Uh, Seahawks at Bills. That's a great game. Who wins? Seahawks. Ravens. Ravens versus Colts. Who wins? Ravens. All right, Akeem. Uh, need you to do me a favor. Holler at whoever needs to be hollered at. Make sure the right games are getting played on the right nights. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we got to figure that out. <laughs> we got to figure that out. See, they do their Monday They do their Monday night schedules on, you know, hype alone. So, man, here we go. Yeah, no, nah, the hype ain't. The team, hype. Team, don't turn out, team don't turn out how they supposed to turn out. Then you get a game like that on Monday night. Yeah, the hype ain't right when it comes to the New York Jets. Uh, good luck to everybody with DFS this weekend. And good luck to you, Aki, because I think you're back. Was it round two of the playoffs? Round two, baby. We going in, man. Uh, big game for us, man. We ready to go, man. He had some good practices this week. In the week with a good practice tomorrow. 
hey, when we get on next week, we'll be in the chip. Oh, it's only oh two oh, two games to the chip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We win this week. We in the chip, baby. Okay. You know, it's like the NFL, baby. You win two, you to the chip. Say less. All right, good luck this weekend. Uh, you guys already know the deal. Subscribe, rate, review. It's called to the booth. We'll see you next time.